Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Mom, you didn't tell daddy what happened yesterday, did you? You know I wouldn't tell him my baby. Cold. In the bathroom! Oh man, I'll wait till you come out. Boy, bring your ass off up in here. What you talking about? You wait till I come out. I smelt your shit for 22 years. Now you can't smell mine for five minutes. Shut the door. <clears throat> now your mama told me what happened to you yesterday. What? That was stupid. How the hell are you gonna get fired on your day off? I don't know. <clears throat> well, you need to trade. Take a look at that paper over there on the, 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 the counter there. <sighs> I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. Why not? George Clinton was a dog catcher. No, he wasn't. Sure he was. That's why he said, do the dog catcher, dog catcher. I don't even like dogs. That's the beauty of it. I grab a dog, and I choke him, and I, I kick the shit out of him. And I, and I all day long, I foot up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. That's my pleasure. I don't think so, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Around here, you're going to work and go to school. The first of the month, Rent is due. If you ain't got nothing on the table, you ain't got to worry about catching a dog. You got to worry about a dog catching your ass. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that bitch. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? Cafe smash! Bad Purdy Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches! We had gum and cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from Wilford Brimley... Oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Ah, oh, yes, welcome to episode 35 of Bad Parody Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And bonus points if you know which movie that's from, Jody. Friday. Good job. All right. Friday. I wasn't Friday. sure if it was Friday or one of the other ones. One of the other what? Movies? Other Friday. Because it's Friday, next Friday, and then Friday, Friday after, after next. next. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts. There's all sorts of Fridays. There's lots and lots of Fridays. So there should be more Fridays in this world. Yes, yes, there should. What's the saying? My favorite saying is not enough end in my weekend or something like that, or it's something along those lines. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But too much week and not enough end. That's the one. There it is. Thank you for uh, setting me on the straight and narrow there and figuring it out. So we're back. Yeah, we're doing it. Yahoo! We be all up in this shit and stuff and things. 
I'm out of beer, so... Um, I'm not. Shoot it. You didn't... I find it convenient that you didn't tell me I was out of beer until I brought I, up beer earlier no, today. Actually, and you went to the store today. I, I, no, I, I, will, I will lay claim to the fact that I forgot to pick some up today. However, last week when we recorded, I said, this is your very last one. You might want to get more. And much I don't like, remember any Much of like that. Ezra, you said, okay. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. Now you know Did how Did you I tell me while I was drinking? No, because it was the only one we had. So I handed it to you before it was open. I didn't drink it. Yeah, you did. It's right there. It's the emptier. That's the dead zone. I didn't zone. have one yet last time. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. See, you see, that's how much you don't even pay attention to what's going on. I didn't have one. It's like one I'm speaking week. to Ezra. I'm wondering. No, I'm, I'm saying this because I think I might have one stashed around here somewhere that I never opened. Maybe it's in the front fridge. I checked. The white one? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You're positive. I'm positive. <laughs> did you look in the silver one? I didn't really pay. I looked in both. Okay. Because I could have swore I had one left and i cannot find it yeah and it was the one that i handed you the last time we recorded but i didn't drink last time remember i specific listeners of the podcast will specifically remember i said i'm not drinking this show you brought it in and i chose not to drink it and i edit the show and i don't even recall you saying that so i think you're just making shit up at this point who else you've been podcasting with you know without me who are you cheating on me with <laughs> <laughs> so um or you, okay. you i'm seriously looking around seriously so looking- you can introduce the topic for tonight yeah well we're actually i'm gonna inter- I, I can't just go in oh you hit your head in the mic bong well deal with it so I, I i can't just introduce the topic without talking about how we've um we're kind of shifting things a little bit here and we're gonna be going with a little more topic centric episodes and each episode is going to have kind of an overlying topic or set of topics that we're going to go through and hopefully we don't get too far off in the weeds. It's not over there. I can guarantee that much because you already drank it. I watched you do it. It's I gone. I didn't drink it last week. As much as you would like to... I didn't drink it. As much as you would like to think that, you did. You I don't didn't. have any tonight. Now, I do have some nice blonde pale... No, or blonde, uh, I'm the, not going to drink The beer. shock top. Blonde. I, I'll just drink one drink and not drink it. It'll okay. just waste. I was just saying, well, then you could just, you know, raw dog it and take a hit off the fireball there. No. <laughs> so but yeah so we are switching it up we are going with more topic centric episodes to kind of try to keep us from going off in the weeds too much you mean you that, mean you from well, yeah, going off in the yeah. weeds too much I, yeah but you you follow me in uh, with a machete no. I, I let you go <laughs> you're like a dog off a leash i don't i just whatever Ooh. yes so so this week we are going to focus on i've got two generalized topics we're going to talk about Yahoo. and they are one of them is um, is the first topic is is basically body. I don't know how what's because basically what I want to say right off the top of my head is parenting naked, but that's not at all. But it was it, it comes out completely <laughs> well, wrong. In doing my my uh, you know prep and 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 kind of fully developing the ideas that I already have. Mm-hmm. I was trying to type into Google like what I wanted to look up, and yeah, I'm like, like, I want um, mm, this my kids see me naked. No, that's not right. Um, <laughs> when should I stop being naked around my kid? And, uh, <laughs> nope, that's not right either. Hanging dong in front of little children, <laughs> definitely not like, an okay search. Like, what do you put into the search window to convey this without like being on some government watch list? That's <laughs> exactly. Have somebody knock on the front door, sir. <laughs> We'd like to uh, search your hard drive, please. Yeah. Something about hanging dong in front of little kids. It's just not acceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically it's going to be talking about the differences in how people parent and what you, basically what our thoughts are on 
kids happening to see you naked, um, kids and being where their the bodies. That's what the medical community generally says about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also uh, past that, if we have enough time, we're going to get into um, the topic of youth organizations and fundraisers, and not so much not so much about the overall fundraisers themselves, but poorly cho- chosen things to use for the fundraiser effort. Mm. Um, it was brought I. up to me, i.e., it was brought up to me over this past week. You just kind of mentioned in in, um, in passing when we were having a talk at work. Uh, the, the, I think it was Sandy, the city of Sandy, or the Sandy School District, whatever it is out there, they auctioned off some guns. Mm-hmm. They're doing it here in St. Helens. Same thing yeah. that they did here in St. Helens. And when, mm-hmm. in fact, here it was, um, what was it, an it AR-15. Yeah, AR it was an AR-15. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, too, and just say, and kind of <laughs> hopefully get a little bit about that. But first, let's go ahead and go back to the topic of what we need to, well, actually, before we even dive into the topic, let's just really quick go over the week. How was your week, babe? Uh, weekish. It was weekish. I I it's all a bunch. I don't know. I worked a lot. We had open house this week for Ezra. Open house for Ezra. And his teacher is looks pretty awesome. I really like her. And you know what? I I I could almost say that that would be a teacher that had I been in her class at that age, I'd be like, mm, she's pretty cute. I could have had a little bit of a crush she's, on her. I mean, mm-hmm. she, even if she's as old she, as she says she is, she's definitely if she had kids if she had kids she could be qualified as a milf yeah she could look if her kids had kids she could be qualified as a girl even i mean she's she's there she's i don't know if i feel comfortable with you saying <laughs> what, that. what gilf either of those things <laughs> anyway a milfy gilf gilfy mills <laughs> i i'm not gonna go there um no, I, I like the teacher. She seems really nice and competent and all that. I went to the I went to the uh, parent teacher organization meeting for yeah, Tempe how, School. How did that go? I mean, overall, it's interesting. It's interesting. But did it seem better than like your standard schools PTA? I think so. I I don't know. I mean, it's all politicky in like a really small town kind of way. Mm-hmm. So God only knows. And there was a little bit of drama with some people that we know. So. That well, was a little awkward. Yeah, the kid that doesn't know how to answer his name when he's on a bus. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's. I, I'm sorry, but it's one of those things that, well, I understand that they were freaked out because their kid was missing Me for too. a while. I just... I still... I mean, I backed up... The guy that was running the meeting was like, that's really not what we do here. Like, mm-hmm. this is about community, and it's really not about addressing parental concerns. That's kind of a, a school administration mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. not a us thing. And that's the complete truth, like, yeah. in every way. Oh, so, like, the, the actual... Mr. Arthur wasn't there. Nothing no, he like was that. there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but he he said this is not the forum for that. In fact, he used those words, and he had used them earlier in regards to something else that a parent had asked. And so then the a parent not associated with what had happened to the, the friends of ours had was kind of. Um, I think he was he, he was baiting him yeah. a little bit. He's like. Well, this isn't the forum for that. And then later, something else got brought up. Well, this isn't the forum. This, is, this must not be the forum for that. No, like over just and being over. A, just being a dick. Like and no, just being a dick. But it was the guy that was kind of a little bit upset that that people had a bad reaction to wanting to do paintball. Yeah, being a dick. And I was like, your idea to do paintball was valid, but probably not with a whole bunch of liberals <laughs> or kindergartners. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can imagine a whole bunch of really liberal. I don't know that I find that many liberals in this town, though. There are, and they're all there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if they are liberal, they're oh, there. Oh, so I, I got you. So the liberals only are at the PTA meeting at Arthur Academy. <laughs> got it. I know where to find them. In case I ever wanted to go talk to them about, you know, Bush and how horrible he was. 
No, well, they're not all that. Anyway, or Obama and how great he is. I wouldn't go touting any, you know, stances yeah. at this point. I'm no. just saying, if they're liberal, they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there still are conservative people there as mm-hmm. well, and um, which is fine. I like a blend. I'm good. My point is, <laughs> this guy started talking about arming <laughs> small children with paintball guns at a community event, and everybody's just like, "Really? You think that's a good idea?" <laughs> Yeah, which actually, that that'll, we can tie that into the topic later in a little bit here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so we had that, and Ezra's teacher's awesome. I'm really stoked about this year. They've actually... If she wasn't really cool, I'd be transferring him to the other school. Exactly. And also, she she's using technology for good. Oh, yeah. Like, she has, there's this application called Class Dojo you can download, and they give you a code for your kid. You t- set in the code, and then it links you to this reporting system the teacher has access to, and she does daily reports in it, and she can even direct message you and send you little, you know snippets about what he's doing or what he's not doing and it goes out to all the parents that have that code typed in so uh, she doesn't have to manage three different pieces of contact information all she has to do is go to this one application fill it out once it hits my phone your phone his mom's phone whoever's got it set up and has that code and gets to him and it's great we can reward him pretty yeah. quickly for good behavior because we know about it right away back. yeah because we know about both mm-hmm. of them right away and so I've been hopping through there and every week I've been you know every day actually I've been opening it up looking at it and getting the feedback and so she seems really on it, and she also seems like she's one of those people that's not going to be nitpicky. Like, there's some teachers that just nitpick to nitpick. Like, you know, the kid so much as, like, breathes in the wrong pattern. It's like, you're not breathing properly. It's, you know, 30 seconds in and 30 seconds out. And blah, 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 blah. Like his teacher at North Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, Nazi cunt. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she was. I mean, she was a feminist. And, and there's nothing wrong with feminism, but she was, like, No, she feminist. was a man-hater. Man-hating. That's true. She, yeah, not even feminist, because that would be given feminist a bad name. So, yes, yeah, she's just exactly. a man-hater. But she was just a raging bitch. Um, so she was no good. But, no, I'm, I'm so I'm excited for his school year this year. He's actually, sounds like he's going to have a good one, and things are going well. And he's actually enjoying himself. He's not having the same, the blase attitude that he's had in the past. Yeah, he so. doesn't seem as... He doesn't seem as squeamish about going, and he's getting his homework done, like, without even asking him most of the time, and he's, in general, he's doing really good with the schoolwork, so if we can keep that going, totally, totally for it. So, yeah, that's a brief rundown of our household as of, you know, the state of the uh, house address for the last week. Yay. Oh, we moved the fish tank. Oh, yeah, we moved the fish tank. So that way you could be close to the TV because you're fucking blind. Yep. <laughs> not you know, we we have a 60 inch tv shut up i'm too far away i swear we could get you a magnifying glass on both your eyes and put you right in front of it you'd be like what did it say is that doctor who or is that the companion i can't quite tell i bought a giant tv so it would be a giant tv and it wasn't and giant stick enough. me like a billion miles away from it at most it's 20 feet an iphone seems really big when it's this close to your face and for all of those who you know, can't see me, I'm holding it up to no, my face. That's the same line a lot of guys use on girls, too. <laughs> I know. You know. So you should know it well. <laughs> oh. Ouch. <laughs> that's not what you were saying last night. <laughs> that's you weren't saying much of anything last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. You're welcome, <laughs> But back to the topic at hand, um, my my sister actually is the one, she texted me and said we should talk about this. She said she would have called in, but she had her tonsils removed this week. So talking is not, you know, a, a, not really a good idea for her. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah. In I fact, re- she, she also texted me to ask about, you know, when can she, what did I do when I had my tonsils out and I was breastfeeding Tempe? I'm like, uh... 
I didn't, I put off feeding her for as long as I could. And then I started again. Like there's nothing I was taking that was any worse than when I had her via yeah. C-section. Yeah. Well, and there's also, I mean, if you look at the research and whatnot, your body filters most yep. of it, if not all of it out. So it's not even, it's trace amounts at, at most. Yep. So she's fine. So it's it's all good, but she so what she said was is um and she noticed it because of the difference in how her and her husband are around the kids. She's your typical. In fact, it's, it's, it, Orange is the New Black has a scene that sums it up quite succinctly. There's a character in there. She just has this kid. Only her husband went on like some spiritual quest in like Australia. He went off for like three months, but she's home alone with his new kid. And so um, the main character's fiance. Um, goes to visit you know this is her best friend who the lady's in jail it's her best friend goes to visit her and she opens the door like a tits hanging out because she's just been breastfeeding and whatnot and she's a giant mess and doesn't even care and you as a stay-at-home <laughs> mom there for a while can relate to that about how there's just you know well i still i, I mostly don't wear uh, a bra around well, the house yeah but that's hey but, but i got no no, tip, no no i know floppies I know. But, but but also because because of that I've been meaning to tell you there's a lady on Facebook her um Facebook page is called Rach Riot and she has these different things that she does throughout the week one's called White Trash Wednesday where she doesn't cook for her kids it's free for all they can have whatever the fuck they want and she encourages all of her followers to post their White Trash Wednesdays as well but then she has one on Sunday called the Sagath. <laughs> And I the, love it. And the second is where, no matter what the fuck's going on, bra-free that day. You just don't give a fuck. You go out and you do it. You let the girls, you know, do their business. So you might want to follow, because some of the stuff that they post about that is hilarious, too. So well, that's how I feel. Like, mm-hmm. And it's, when I go braless, you'll, I've, you've gotten in the habit after, what, five years? Um, people might be coming over. Just so you know, like, you're not telling me I have to put on, no, but you no. know how, like, how I'll jump up when somebody's walking up the door. I'm like, run to my room, I gotta put on a bra. Well, that, or, <laughs> well, the reason why I started doing that is because you'd be like, why didn't you remind me they're coming over? <laughs> so I've just started to remind you they're coming over. Even if it's somebody who's not going to care, like, the, you know, the <laughs> friend my from dad. your dad, the friend from work we've had over before, she's been like, you know, she understands. I mean, I'm sure she first thing she does when she walks in her door is, you know. So. It is, it is really literally the first. <laughs> thing i do when i get home i'm like i go to my room yeah i take it off i'll take it off in the living room like underneath my shirt i'll just fling it i'm done yeah you keep hitting the microphone you, you i'm do. so sorry it's all right i'm i'm practically blind right now because my contacts are so dry like mm-hmm. i'm having a hard time just... so but basically coming down to all this to say that the topic was brought up because of the fact that my sister and i were raised in a household where while we didn't walk around in the buff all the time if you happen to accidentally at a younger age now mind you now there's a certain point they got at you where they made my parents made a very concerted effort like hey look no you know don't come in here there's business going on um but at younger ages if you happen to walk by and mom was running from the bathroom to the bedroom or whatever it was not a big deal yeah uh, there was one time that i didn't realize dad was in the <laughs> this actually happened when i was a teenager embarrassed the shit out of me but i didn't realize dad was in there to take, you know i just got off work and he was in the bathroom we had one bathroom in this house and so we all just used it so i had just gotten out of school i think that has a lot to do with it number yeah. of bathrooms mm-hmm. level of nudity tolerance exactly are very correlative. but so i i'm sitting there and i had to use the bathroom real bad and i and he didn't actually shut the door all the way which we normally was a signal if yeah. the door was shut all the way so it, it didn't, didn't have a 
and see this door didn't, didn't have, have a lock. lock. I remember. <laughs> so, I mean, it did if you had an old school ghost key. If you could find those ghost <laughs> keys from like those old houses, that you could get a lock. But then if you lost the damn thing, you'd be stuck in there forever. So we never locked the door. We just shut the door all the way. Well, he didn't shut it all the way. And it was summertime. So for whatever reason, he just didn't have the light on. So none of the signals were there that anybody was in the bathroom. And I go throwing the door open just in time to see him bent over the tub, buck ass naked, saggy old man ball swaying in the breeze. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Shut the door. And he's just like. <laughs> but my question to you is scarred for life? No, no, no. No. And part of it's because, as growing up and younger, you know, we, we saw that. But my parents were never ashamed of the body, nor did they, you know, make you show you shame of the body, anything like that. Now, like I said, they didn't go strutting around flaunting it for everybody to see, just because they could. But it wasn't anything that was taboo. Yeah. Whereas my sister's husband, he goes out of his way to make sure that the kids don't ever even remotely like shirt off at most. That's you know, that's the most yeah. of it. So, um. There's a, so there's many different opinions, and we're not here to say that there's that. that I'm not going to sit there and say that one's better than the other because everybody does things differently. But I do think that there are some inherent issues that come from either direction that you have to be aware of depending yeah. on which way you're going to go with it. So you said you did a little bit of quick research before the show. What did the overall mean majority of the medical community say? Anything? Do what you feel and make sure the lines of communication are open because things change yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. Ba- basically, um, don't be inconsistent. So even if that's consistency within your own person. So even if mom does it one way, does it one way and dad does it another, that's fine. As long as you're not flip flopping back and forth, mm-hmm. you can't be nude the one day and then be ashamed of being nude the next day. It sends yeah. a weird message. Yep. Um, and then this, the other points were um, to make sure that you're looking out for cues. If someone is uncomfortable, because most kids aren't going to say it, they're just going to show it in some way or another, like hiding their own body or saying that, you know, little things. Yeah. Um, um, so be on the lookout for that because at some point it changes. Um, and be ready and willing to answer questions mm-hmm. because um, at between 18 months and 24 months, they're going to start noticing the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they see the differences. Like in our <laughs> household, like I don't make a concerted oh, effort to not be seen nude except for... Ezra's old enough that well, he, he should he's not also, see me nude. Well, not even that. He's also technically not your child, right? So there's there's a double there's a double conundrum there. Yeah. there. And so. so he doesn't see me nude. He's seen my breasts because I breastfeed, and mm-hmm. I I told him that that's not a big deal. Like, well, and don't you also stare. you basically say if you don't want to see it, look the other direction. Yeah. So and he, you, he he does. You know. Yeah. And I, I remember when Tempe was still a baby, um, my nephew, the older one, mm-hmm. asked he asked his mom. He thought he was being quiet, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how come she's showing her boobs? Like, <laughs> freaking out, like, you know, and somebody was like, and then wasn't some, one of the kids said they were uncomfortable with it. I don't know. Anyway. Which one? One of our kids? No. Oh. One of the other? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. um, I was like, it's a, it's a boob. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't think feel like boobs are a... A well, sexual appendage, unless you make them that way. Which I do all the time. Exactly. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but staying away from boobs, because I feel like boobs are a completely separate thing. Well, and breastfeeding is a completely yeah. separate thing. See, I don't really want to even bring breastfeeding into it, per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it kind of works that way, but, you know, if you've got a, a boob out and the kid's munching on it, all you're seeing is the back of the baby's head and... You know, some flesh, and that's that. I mean, unless you've got, like, you know, just the biggest areolas known to man, and, like, your entire boobs and areola, I'm just they're saying, not going to see a kid, any of that. If a kid is watching or, 
or oh, yeah. kind of watching out of the corner of their eye or whatever, they might see a nipple mm-hmm. at some point or another. Because yeah, when guess it first what? comes babies out, let go yep. and do stupid things. When you first stop, you know, whip it out or put it back right. in. Yeah. So, but like I said, if you leave boobs out of it, because I feel like they're kind of a separate issue. Yeah. Um. You know, there's I've never Ezra has never, but I also don't want him to feel like the first time he sees a butt like mm-hmm. a woman's naked posterior or, i don't want him or, to be like oh my god or even better her front butt yeah front the tippy <laughs> i fell into that bath i'm giving her a bath that one night and i'm scrubbing her down i'm doing the whole thing i'm like we get her hair we get her hair washed get it conditioned we leave the conditioner in because she's got those crazy curls we have to let it sit for a little bit i'm like all right let's scrub me down so i grab the little loop of thing and i got the body wash on i'm scrubbing her down and she's like and get my butt and so I'm getting her butt, and she just whips around and goes, "And my front butt." <laughs> and I had never heard her say that before. That, that this night that she this said happened. It to me well, no, but this. I, I yeah. mean, but she said it to me many times yeah. since then. But when she first said it, the first time she said it to me was when I was actually washing it, and she's like, "And the front butt." <laughs> I had I, myself like I was kind of leaning on the bathtub because I was scrubbing everything down. And she says that, and I started laughing, and I slipped and almost fell into the tub. <laughs> and she thought it was hilarious because I had never heard it called it before. But I, I appreciate that name. I think it's a good name for the front it butt. Works. It works because in I'm her mind, I get it. It's a crack on both sides, so you just got a butt on each end. No worries. So, I especially since she's also the master of the no white poops, I can see why it's not confusing to her. What's where it's a little confusing to her because there's nothing. It's not like you know. Oh, I know. We've actually had the anatomy and physiology discussion. Yeah. Of of that baby general dance. region. Yes. Well, no, not excluding that even, but mm-hmm. just I'm whacking this damn microphone every five seconds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can whack my microphone later. Um, and then... <laughs> Sidetracked. Oh Sidetracked. Distracted. God damn it. Yes, my penis does that. No. Distracts you all the time. Your eyebrows did it. That too. you did the eyebrow raise. <laughs> what? <laughs> that reminded me of another funny thing about anatomy. <laughs> Trent came bursting into the bathroom while I was taking a shower the other night. And I was just, you know, I, I was in like, there was no good way to cover up because I was yeah. in that position where you're, you're like dutifully drying the undercarriage, <laughs> right? Where you just got like a leg hiked up on one side of the tub and you're kind of getting all the bits and pieces dry. And he comes in and goes, he looks at me and he's done this before. So it's not like it should be anything new. But he had this kind of quizzical look on his face and daddy, I'm like, yeah. He's like, why does your peepee have a beard? <laughs> And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I, I get it. Well, especially since my, my beard kind of does look like a face full of pubes anyway. So I was like, I, I, yeah, it makes sense. And so I'm just like, well, one day yours will have a beard too. And he looks down. I have no beard. <laughs> and then he looks at his chin. I have no beard. Yeah. Well, I'm like, no, you don't have one now, but you will when you get older. And he's like, I will. <laughs> so, yes, we're talking about front butts. And now we got pee-pee beards. So I guess that's why it's, you know, on the girls, they call it the bearded clam. So. Some little kid probably came up that at some point in time. Quite possibly. But yes. So So I guess the question is at what age is there a cutoff? Tempe's hitting that age. She's starting to. She's hitting the age of the fact where we especially for me, mm-hmm. as as the opposite sex, I feel that it's very important that I start making a concerted effort to not invade her privacy. Yeah. You know, so on and so forth. And vice versa, to keep myself under wraps or over wrapped or whatever you want to wrapped up. How's that? Um, <laughs> that, when, that didn't sound right either. Either way, covered, <laughs> clothed when she's around or she happens, you know, and try not to get her to barge in. But we also do have a little bit of the fact that we did come from one bathroom house yep. just a year ago. And there was times where somebody was in the shower and somebody else really had to go to the bathroom. There's only one option. You guys just kind of 
well, do what I guess had to do. It all goes back to, I don't think that we should be casually nude. Mm-mm. But I also don't think if someone were to, even Ezra, were to accidentally see someone nude, mm-hmm. it should be this big cause for alarm. But on the flip side of that, we've got to watch that too, because Ezra right, lately has been more of a voyeur in the ways of... Like I come walking up the exhibitionist, stairs. Exhibitionist, yeah, I think. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, <laughs> exhibitionist. No, he's not spying on the neighbors. <laughs> I flopped. That's the second or third time I flopped those two phrases around. Which sounds really weird. Mm-hmm. Like we're having conversations about this a lot, but we well, we were discussing the show yeah. earlier. So, um, but yes, he's he doesn't tend to close the door when he's going to the bathroom. He doesn't tend to like he'll he'll go into the bathroom after his sister started brushing the teeth, whip mm-hmm. it out, take a piss, mm-hmm. and then get pissed and off. And then get she mad had, at her because she, she looked over. at him. Yeah. So it's like, like, if you don't want to be watched while you take a pee, don't take a pee in a wooden room with a bunch of people. Especially <laughs> since they were there first, you yeah. know? Um, but, so, in fact, it was funnier than hell. We had a friend, my friend from work over to help, help proctor those tests for you, and she was out watching Doctor Who with me and the kids, and at one point we went upstairs to, Tempe wanted to show her something, or there was something upstairs that Temperance wanted to show this girl, this lady, so we're walking up the stairs, and as I'm walking up the stairs, I see Ezra's feet sticking out of the, off the toilet, I'm like, Huh. So I, I kind of signaled to her to slow down a little bit. Not like, I'm just like, and I kind of wink at her like, hold on. And I go walking in, I'm like, you know, you know who is right behind me? And she's coming up right now, and he goes like purple. And he's like, I'm, I'm pooping. I'm like, well, why isn't the door shut? I, I didn't know you were going to come up here. I'm like, well, but what? If, who knows? Anybody could have walked up here. You need to shut the door when you're taking the crap. First off, it's polite. Secondly, I don't want to smell your business as I'm walking up the stairs. <laughs> and, and he didn't even turn the fan on, which is another problem he has. You know, God forbid he turns on the exhaust fan that actually helps him, too, because he's not then sitting there marinating his own smell. He doesn't really care. Obviously not. He's a 10 year old boy. So I turned the fan on, shut the door, and. He <laughs> likes to marinate. Yeah. Room. Friend from work. She thought it was hilarious. She was just kind of snickering. And so then later on that night, I also kind of, I egged him on a little bit further just to kind of spread the embarrassment a little bit further <laughs> while he was doing the dishes. I'm like, so Ezzy, can I play this? Can I play her the playlist that you set up for her? The mixtape thing we got going on? He just kind of looks at me. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, come on. It's no, 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 you know, no surprises here. You kind of like her. You got a little bit of a crush. You think she's cute. And he starts turning beet red. I'm like, and you, you remember in Spotify, we were working on this mixtape setup. And he's like, we were not. And I bust out the, um, the first thing I bust out, it was, um, I hit the first song. It was, um, you sexy thing by hot chocolate. <laughs> And starts playing, and then he goes like, <laughs> like <laughs> damn near. You, know, you were just trying to embarrass. Oh, I, at that point, I was just to kind of add insult to yeah. injury. And 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 she, the girl sitting there, she's she's cracking up too, and she's trying, but she's trying to like hold a straight face, and she wants to keep doing this with me. And so then we move on past that, and I played another one. It was um more of a uh, just it was that um it starts off with like I love your stupid face or whatever the hell it starts out that piano song where he's singing about you know the okay. girl. Whatever it is. I believe you. And and so then Ezra's like, we didn't do this. I swear we didn't do this. He's just trying to make fun of me. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm hopping through some more of the selections. And then I, then I get to this one. I'm like, and you know, I said, this song, I, I still haven't had a chance to talk to you about it yet, buddy. But we've, we've got to work on this. Because I just thought this was a little out of line. I put Ginny Wayne's pony on. <laughs> and at that point, she lost it. She turns and she's. And she's covering her mouth. And she's, you know, damn near snorting. And she's trying not to laugh. But. <laughs> So yeah, he but he he has no shame in that respect. I mean, he's come home from school talking to me about like, so my penis is way bigger than some of the boys at school. And the first I'm like, I look at him and go, okay, dude, I've seen it. <laughs> Nothing to brag about right now. <laughs> Not to say that you know we need to worry about that. Like, but 
first off, let's let's go over the bro code here a little bit. <laughs> uh, you don't look. You don't, you know, you don't sit there, and especially don't like <laughs> don't, analyze. Don't analyze. <laughs> that means you're 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 hitting on it for more than like a half a millisecond, which is a half a millisecond way too long <laughs> to be looking at it. I'm like, secondly, even let's say you you were like, you know, let's say you were smacking your ankles as you walked around. It's not something you brag about because you're just going to have less friends because they're all going to be pissed off and jealous at you. The fact that you know you've got Ewan McGregor syndrome where you're you're whacking the tub as you get out. Um, so. <laughs> And so we had to go over I this whole. I still have to watch that movie again. <laughs> so we um we went over this whole thing together. I was like, you know, here's the deal. You know, you don't look, you don't this, you don't that. For the longest time, I had to get. It took me forever to get him to stop dropping his drawers when he was using the urinal. I remember I mean, that he, he wouldn't go all full on pants at the ankles, but his Almost. ass would be hanging out. And so we had to work on that. So he's never really been one to have shame as far as his body goes. In some respects, but in other respects, like when his sister happens to look over while she's brushing yeah, her teeth. Yeah, I still think that's different. That's just something he wanted to complain about. Yeah, he and just he wa- wanted to say my he was dick in a, like that. Yeah, he was in a foul mood that night, and he wanted to say it like that, and he said it all right, and then he got smacked upside the head for it. So, but, so around here, while we don't openly just cal- gallivant around the house, if one of the younger ones comes running to the bathroom while we're in there, it's not a huge issue. We don't make a big deal out of it. If, um... I don't want the kids to be scandalized if somebody no. comes out wrapped in a towel yeah. or, you know, yeah. whatever. It's just, and I still believe that especially young men would do a lot better to be aware of anatomy mm-hmm. as opposed to like, oh my gosh, it's a vagina. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you from a boy's point of view, somebody who was aware of anatomy, no matter what, the first time you get, you, you get like, no, no, no. the I first time, the first saying. time you get a private session with one of those, you're just like, it's a vagina. Ooh, it's got, there's a button and there's a, uh, ooh, I can do I, all sorts of activities. And you just kind of get. I've been reading about this. Yeah. I'm prepared. <laughs> I came prepared for my test. And there's the labia major. <laughs> Naming all the parts? The vulva. (laughs) Every time I hear that word, I think of that lady that wrote about the the sexually positive parenting Mm -hmm. lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't play with your vulva at the table. Do that in private. (laughs) Well, I I actually had to use that in Trent the other day. Yeah. Oh, he's he's, he's in, all about the oh my gosh, it's well, a penis, and when I touch it, it likes it. <laughs> well, not to mention the fact he's already starting to practice some of the moves. He's yep. got the screwdriver down, <laughs> right? Or not? Or, you know, yeah. some people call it the screwdriver. Other people call it um, the bottle, the bottle cap, because you're screwing the bottle cap on and off. Um, yeah, he's been doing all sorts of weird stuff, and and then he's sitting there. <laughs> he got it all excited one night as I'm working on trying to get his diaper changed, and he looks down. And he goes, "It's." Gigantic. I thought he said it was huge. No, huge or giant or gigantic. <laughs> but either way, it was the way he said it was like it's. Huge. It was like um, it was like what's his name? Jonathan Lithgow's character from oh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Like, damn, I'm gorgeous. He was looking like it's huge, <laughs> and I'm just looking. I'm like, buddy, all men think that. <laughs> Not all men have the liberty of actually having that be true. So, <laughs> it was um, it was it was entertaining to hear him. But he but and then um. One day he sat there and I finished wiping him off and he touched it. He was, and he after he was touching it, he was, oh yeah, oh yeah, that felt good. And I'm like, Trent, <laughs> not in, not, that, you don't do that out here. <laughs> okay, daddy. I'm like, you, you, you know, you, you, private is fine, but you don't, you don't sit there and do that and then say that out in the open. That's just not okay. It's hard to know where to draw the line because you want to tell, like, oh my God, I can't believe you just did that mm-hmm. in the middle of the fucking living room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the other hand you're like yep you don't want to tell him it's dirty or gross <laughs> well on the other or... hand i'm like 
My boy. That's right. He's <laughs> he knows what it's about. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, seriously, the, the way we're we're planning, we're we're raising our kids is we're. I guess you'd call it the sexually positive parenting. Yeah. Where we're not shaming, no shaming them. But if they are doing something they shouldn't be, it's like, okay, you know what? That's really not for you to be doing right here. It's we're, not the right we're time. We're setting parameters for appropriateness and in certain yeah. guidelines. Much like people set et- etiquette for the dinner table, <laughs> like the, the, the salad fork and the regular fork and the soup spoon. Don't touch your lady parts at the table. Yeah, basically, if you're if you're watching, you know, if you're watching, uh, was it Pop Pixie or whatever the hell that show is out there, don't be sitting there spread eagle, you know, diddling around down there it's just not the time to do it so but we don't go oh my god Tempe, i can't believe you never touch yourself there was so wrong blah, 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 blah. jesus Which, blah, blah, the bible blah, blah, blah. i mean even if we're even such a sexually repressed go, society even if I, you don't go the the religious route most hmm. we're a sexually repressed society like, period yeah like a statement and and especially not to get all feminist mm-hmm. especially toward women like yeah. it's totally cool for a guy yeah. to yank it mm-hmm. but don't talk about a girl doing it herself because mm-hmm. that's not allowed totally cool for a guy to sleep around but a girl does it she called a slut yeah but even in the fact like let's look at um you've got somebody in your extended family who i guess would be considered polyamorous yes he's got two female counterparts i guess yes. would be the best. however you want to say it girlfriends counterparts i think he, i think he buddies, calls them whatever girlfriends like, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I neither do I. I have a problem with how he explains it. No, I do because too. Because he's gloating. <laughs> he's gloating. This is my girlfriend. You know that she's my girlfriend too, right? Like basically, he's like you the know nerdiest way yeah. of pointing out that you have two yeah, girlfriends. Yeah, he's like you know, you, 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 you know this one lets my penis go around her vagina, <laughs> and this one also lets my penis go around her vagina. Go around her vagina. Well, go around like you know. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm his, just saying his you nerd- used a bad. Well, because that's the, what I would envision him <laughs> and his nerdiness using, like okay. you know, just because he's I get you very Leonard Sheldon and in, 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 you know, a Wallowitz like. But I don't care, no. and I'm not saying that I don't care. Like I don't want to hear it. Like, dude, more power to you. I fuck if you got two girls that are totally down of getting down with you, and they're cool with each other, and they know about you guys getting down, and or possibly that you all get down at the same time, more power to you buddy it doesn't phase me one little bit in fact i'll probably give you a high five just for like you know what especially since knowing the kid he's been through some shit in his life and girls probably didn't come easy to him in the first place well so except the one girl has been well, with him since we i know were 16 i know but so. i'm just but, but still i'm just saying that in general with the skin condition he has and everything else it's not like you know people are just breaking down his doorstep like i want to be your girlfriend kind of a thing so but it just goes back to, but for me it's just you know, I think that the the one man one woman thing is a very much a religious yeah. institution. I agree. And if you look at the genetics of it, we are the only species that does that, that tortures ourselves that way. No. <laughs> but you, you know, there what I'm are saying? other monogamous species. Yes, I'm just saying, but not like not to the not to the extent that we do it. You right, know, kind of thing. Even like on the monogamous ones, every once in a while the penguin will go out and find the other penguin for a little bit and. So, I mean, it's, it's not... Either way isn't unnatural, I guess, is my point. Right. That, you've that, got, and that's my point. It's, you've it's got those not, who are polyamorous. You've got those who aren't. I don't... If it works, it works. And if they're doing it and they're not... like You know, even like those Sister Wives shows and whatnot. Granted, people who... I find who are, it icky, no, but it doesn't mean I'm going to tell you you can't do it. Well, see, I don't even find it icky. I, but, only okay, certain okay, people... Sorry, let me, let me rephrase the it. The concept, I don't. But there are certain people yes. that engage in it yes. that I'm looking at them going, yeah. okay... 
You're, you're a manipulative, controlling yeah. asswad, mm-hmm. and they're just whipped poor I'd little puppies. I'd be totally, mm-hmm. totally down if there was also a brother-husband show. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. One woman, multiple males. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, but... Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just heard a door shut. Did you? Yeah. You might want to go check the baby monitor to see how... Because yeah. um, it could just be the wind blew something and made it make noise. I doubt it, but so. I'm going to go check. Okay, go double check. Signing off. All right. So, while she does that, I will like dun 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 dun. Oh, so she—I guess Jody's trying to tell me that she wants to have another man in her life. <laughs> she said she told me to do it more about the brother-husband thing. Um, okay, we'll have to have—we'll have to discuss that further. <laughs> I think she's joking, but no, I mean, but I, I get what she's saying about the fact that. Uh, I don't like the, these people that are on reality TV. I don't like the fact that they go out of their way to show off, showcase their lives like this. But um, I think you're all consenting adults if they want to go that down that route, and that's what they want to do. And everybody's actually truly comfortable with it, which that in therein lies the key. Then what the hell? Who cares? There's not a big deal. So you know, I, I think first of all and foremost, we all need to butt out of each other's lives and just let live and let live, kind of a thing. Um, Oh, I think I heard a noise too, so I'm gonna go ahead and work on a pause here for a second. We'll be right back. Yo, DJ, kick that beat. I'll explain it to him. Yeah, kick that. Crank it up, yo. I met a couple girls. One was hot, one was not. This situation seems to happen quite a lot. I bet you think I wanna bounce with the one that's fine. I bet you think I wanna get her to leave. This game behind, no listen up, y'all. There's another way to do it. I'll lay it down for you, and y'all can go to it. There's no need to ditch a B team to bring home the A. Invite her along to be a nut valet. A nut valet? What's that you say? Or something that'll make you go, Kind of like a servant. Kind of like a maid that performs a certain function while you're getting laid. To attend to the nuts, to attend to the stones, because it just ain't right to leave them boys alone. So put her on the ones and twos. Kind of like a DJ. I say, well, you be my nut valet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimball knows about the nut valet. Jimmy Kennedy, too. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Won't you be my valet? I don't mean to offend, but that way you can participate while I bang your friend. It's an honest day's work. It's a worthy task, and you'll have a great view back there by my ass. That'll be your detail, baby. That'll be your station, baby. While me and your friend, baby, have intimate relations, you'll be doing her a favor. Because it adds to my elation. Can't you see that this adds up to be a win-win situation? Besides, I feel badly than you here at the bar. Besides, y'all probably same in the same car. I know you want me for yourself, but since that ain't gonna happen, let your fingers do the walking and tickling and tapping and get on the ones and twos, kind of like a DJ. I say, well, you be my nut valet. That's right, Hollywood. Let me hear it. You got a nut valet in that place. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows about the nut valet. Taking over. Yo, yo, a nut valet, a ball attendant, a handy woman, a sack superintendent. Yeah, you might not wanna, she might not want you, but that don't mean that she can't contribute. It's plain to see that you're a woman of refinement. That's why you should choose to accept this assignment. Cause girl, if you tweak my boys with her, in five seconds, my will self-destruct. That's right. Oh yeah. Man, that ballet. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Yes. I just want to say, before I go, 
It's a little bit depressing because I've been doing that song for a while and I can never actually find an up valet. Nobody's ready to step up, you know what I mean? I was like, what? Seriously? You'll be my nut valet? Really? Wow. That's crazy. Can I, can I, get, a, can I get a beat? From the moment you asked, I knew I couldn't shirk my duty. Whether coming from the front or reaching underneath the booty. My mom's was wrong. I ain't a loser, ain't a quitter. Got a future as a professional testicle babysitter. Why you getting all my friends? Even when you finish, yo, I won't be letting go until you give me your permission. I'll be your sidekick without the hug and a kiss and cuffing your voice like they a dove and you is the magician. You mother fella, yeah, that's a no-brainer. I might have to put you on permanent retainer. And every time I find another one, you could be her trainer. Because I need variety like Cedric. The like a pallbearer, bearer, a casket, all basket, you sack kid, but don't ask me to whack it, yo, that ain't in my contract, it's simply to the testes that I'll be attending, you can sow them seeds and I'll be commending everything you do, like smacking and bending, like when I was with Rachel, yo, I think her name was Wendy, but any which way, hey, I don't really care, it's been the dream of my life to be a scrotum au pair, yeah, you don't need to do windows, you don't need to mop, but you need to listen up when I ask you to stop, cause if I get too hot and you're in the wrong spot, your face could be the easel when my weasel goes pop. And we're back. Yay. So I, I was kind of going a little bit that. I said, when he walked out of the room, I'm like, well, it sounds like Jody's telling me she wants another man in her life. So, uh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think as a, as a concept, it needs to be explored. Well, like, we need to explore it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are you, where are you going? It's a general to... world concept. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I, well, I don't even think it needs to be explored. I don't think there's any exploring that needs to be done. People have been exploring it. People have been doing it. I think people need to not make no, a big deal out of it. Not the husband's thing. No, no. I, I, but I'm just saying, I, I, I'm just talking about polyamory yeah, in general. Yeah, I know, but that's my point is polyamory. No, but like back in the days of the Egyptians when they had the queens and whatnot, they had multiple, multiple things, and that, all that was all fine and dandy. So, I, you know. I'm just saying. No, but see, the problem is, is that what, part of what you're looking at, though, is you're looking through the filter of our society. I know. Which there, in other countries is probably not such a big deal. So, um, or and it could not be, maybe not, you know, anyways. But yeah, I, I'm right there with you that if some chick wants to have four dudes, fine. As long as said dudes are okay with it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, if one dude wants to have four chicks, then all four chicks are okay with it. But see, that's where the, the, the problem comes into it, is that you have to really make sure that they're... Everybody's on board. And that's kind of hard to do. But we're, 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 we're weeding here. We're we are off. off in the weeds. I want to so, say, yeah. of the quote-unquote polyamorous couples mm-hmm. I have known in the past, mm-hmm. not a single one of them has gone, come through it in the end. This is only from the people I've actually met. Yeah. I know there are many, many, many successful Who cases. Have? I'm just saying, of the, I think, maybe four or five, I cannot mm-hmm. think of a single one who made it. Well, I even did some digging a while back when, when that whole sister-wife thing happened. Mm-hmm. Also, having met you, realizing you were brought up in the Mormon faith, and I knew that at some point in time, there, the Mormons had done this. There were still some uh, different sects that had sects, S-E-C-T-S. I know my pronunciation isn't always the best, that still do do it. Um, I did a lot of digging into the whole thing, and... I found plenty of people out there that could do it completely okay, but the the key that I seemed to find was where those were the couples or those were the people that sat down, everybody together, mm-hmm. and like literally, okay, here's a list. Here's the things that, here, all the crap that could possibly come out of this. <clears throat> here's all the things that could possibly happen. And that also they were very key about if that somebody was upset about something, 
they brought it to the table and they had like once a week meetings. Hey, look, mm-hmm. boom, here's the issues I saw. Here's the things I don't like. Like, mm-hmm. let's work on fixing this. And you know what? That actual concept in general, not bad for any couple. Yeah. Whether it be a couple, like, you know, a group of people or like, you know, any, any set people, number of people that are there to hang out with each other and do those kinds of things. Once uh, regular meetings, regular talks, whatever, not a half bad Being idea. Being able to air grievances mm-hmm. in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, yeah. And if it means that you have to schedule time to do it, that's, you know, more power to them, whatever it takes. So, it, you're fine, you guys do what you want. But the reason we kicked off from the weeds on that one is because it comes back around to this whole repressive society that we live yeah. in, where if it's not, you know, if it's not missionary... And it's not this, and it's not that, and it's not, and it's still in this very biblically defined way. Then you can't talk about it. We're gonna save the how to talk to your kids about sex mm-hmm. for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but in, so I mean, it's body shaming isn't something that should be happening. Like, even myself, part of the reason why I'm like, no, I'm not making a big deal about like, Ezra's kind of chunky, he's kind of a chubby kid, whatever. He's he's fine. He's gonna grow out of it. I'm not making a big deal out of it because either he'll be a little doughy all his life or he won't it's not a big deal and the reason why I'm I'm really adamant about doing stuff like this is because I as a teenager was very very much self-conscious and self-aware of, of how I looked and how I thought I looked and it actually literally it had nothing to do with my parents because they never ever made a big deal out of it mm-hmm. um, my dad and I got a couple fights in one time about how I didn't um, go out and do enough outdoor activities but that was more it wasn't because I was getting pudgy or anything it was because he thought I was being a slack off teenager <laughs> Because he and I were having fights, and then I, and I actually w- kind of won that argument when I threw back at him. I'm like, so you mean that skateboarding where I do a few 5, 10, 15 miles a day is where my friends and I are all over this goddamn city? That's not physical at all. He's like, well, that's just pushing your foot. And, and I looked at him, I'm like, go ahead, old man. Get on the board. Get on the board. Tell me that again. Let's see you roll around the block a few times, see how much you're huffing and puffing when he gets back. My mom goes, oh, he's got a point there. And she, my dad's like, all right. <laughs> so, but it was never Point about, set yeah, <laughs> but that was just more of the fact that he was, he thought I was spending too much time on the computer. Now, if I, you talk to him now about that, he'd look back and go, I'm, I'm happy. I'll let you, you know, work it out and do the computer stuff, blah, blah, blah. Cause you're, you are where you are now. But at the time he was kind of, wasn't, he was questioning himself as to whether or not he was doing the right thing by letting this kid. My only concern with like Ezra that. is Ezra does not usually see a clear cause and effect Mm-mm. line never does and the co- the mm-hmm. <laughs> effect of him eating an entire bag of doritos well and and actually i was going to talk we haven't had a chance to talk about that yet i i whipped him pretty i, don't, I mean i i was i lashed him pretty hard verbally on that one i'm like dude i said the problem is you don't even realize you ate the entire bag. He's like, well, I didn't. I'm like, no, you did, and you don't realize it. And I understand that you don't realize it because I can do the same thing. I can sit down and plow. Like, you give me a set of those Juanita's tortilla chips and a thing of salsa. Oh, yeah. I will clear an entire bag and probably an entire jar of salsa and look at the bottom like, oh, fuck. And then later on, when I feel like I've you know been sitting there sucking on a salt like some third is all the use too much sodium, I'm paying for it. But I told him I said the, the key here is, and I and I looked him straight in the eye. I'm like, you've told me before that you are afraid that you're getting a little too pudgy. I'm not concerned with it. You're actually you're you're just fattening up to grow again. I'm watching what you're doing now. In a couple of years, as your metabolism starts to kind of peter off, we're going to need to watch it. I'm like, however, what you did this week and what you did with those chips and then clear an entire bag yourself and all that stuff. That's the perfect way to become exactly what you've told me you don't want to be. I'm like, so I've got a drawer for a drawer full of carrots and celery and all this other stuff out in the fridge there. 
eat some of that. I'm like, you've told me you like ants on a log. I'm like, but the problem is you're lazy. Oh, yeah. You're lazy in the fact that when it comes to your food, you prefer to, like, go to a drive through window and go, I want that. Mmm, that's good. Me eat. Gimme, gimme. And they just make it for you, hand it to your hand. I'm like, so next time, try doing a healthy alternative. And literally a day or two later, he calls me up. He's like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. How do I, what do I need to do to the celery to, you know, get it ready for ants on a log? I'm like, well, I'll just tear a stalk off literally at the base, pull it off, wash it off real good, get it cleaned up. I'm like, this is really simple. So if I'm sounding like an asshole, I'm sorry. I'm like, but you caught me at work. I'm like, cut it into whatever size segments you want. Smear the peanut butter on the bottle, or down the middle. Slap some raisins on there. You're good to go. Ants on a log. And he, he's like, yeah, he's really good. I'm loving him, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I thanked him. I said, dude, I want to say thank you for making the healthy choice versus... Now, is it going to stick? No. Well, my point is he could be so much more lazy about this because yeah. all you really need to do is take the celery, wash it, get a spoonful of peanut mm-hmm. butter into a cup and scoop the peanut butter out with the celery. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say that to him. I'm just saying. Do like, you want, why do you need... Do you want Ezra slobber in your peanut butter? No. He needs to scoop it out of the yeah, but container. he but he would double dip. He'd scoop it out with a celery. No, and listen. Then scoop it out. No, but if you tell, I'm, I'm telling you what he's going to do if you tell him that he's going to. I t- said you take it out with a spoon and put it on into a dish. No, but see, he, uh, he, he because I know I missed that part of it. I know he would for sure miss that part of it. You'd come home and he'd have his, a, 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 a jar I don't of jiff. peanut butter. I don't care. <laughs> he'd have a jar of jiff and a celery stock, and he'd be dipping it in there. More uh, power to him. Drooling on care. it and then dipping it. Some the more. peanut butter can be celery flavored. I don't care. No, it's uh, yeah. So, but I did, I did thank him, which is key. When your kid does something right, you make sure you say thank you and you, you encourage the good behavior. No. Much like a bad, you know, dog, you know, rub their nose in the bad stuff. And <laughs> do you remember, so totally off in the weeds, do you remember how much they were talking about the positive enforcement method at Tempe's new school? Mm-hmm. Do you remember they said no negative or did they say little n- negative? I, I looked at it as the um, negativity sandwich. Here's your good stuff. Here's the little thing you did wrong. Here's the good stuff. Well, what I found out they're doing now is when you have bad behavior, you get a pink post-it, and that's your warning. Mm-hmm. If you get a mark on the pink post-it, that means you lose 60 seconds of recess. Mm-hmm. Each each mm-hmm. mark is 60 seconds of recess lost. Now, is that just her teacher, or is that school-wide? I don't know. Well, see, that's where we should... But I was... I mean, from what... And this the teacher switched. Mm-hmm. So, well, one of them did. Yeah. The one lady was the, yeah. the, the the backup was still the one from the last year, but the primary one switched. It yeah, just, it just seemed weird because I they kept emphasizing how they only use positive ask, reinforcement. Ask Mr. Arthur, I'm no, because what I remember from it was was literally that there was that there was that they weren't the classic disciplinarian, as in there was no after school right. attention, there was none of this. You're a horrible child. You never ever chastised. You you never said you are a bad person or yeah. you are, but you said. You did this, which was great, but then you did this, which wasn't so great, so we're going to have to do this. But if we do this and you're better, that's how I understood it. Maybe. That's fine. <coughs> so, I just, I but I think the visual cue of the pink post-it and all that, it's, it's, it I doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It only bothers me because... You want to make sure that what you were told, what you were yeah. sold, and what you're getting are the same thing. Yep. Yep. I, I get it. So it's all good. But, you know... Back to the body image thing. So, yeah, we don't have a problem with the kids accidentally seeing us naked. Once again, we don't really strut in front or of them. each other. Like... Yeah. You know, it happens. It's things, But now, like, when Ezra went out one time and shook his ass at everybody... Yep. He he's like, he, Yeah. Well, not to mention the fact he just barely missed having my size 13 boot up his ass, too. I swung. I mean, I literally was kicking. <laughs> but... And then... um, Or when he walked out one time and attempted to helicopter, which he can't do yet. So, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, But... He, uh, 
so that kind of stuff not okay but you know well and the article mentioned that sort of stuff too like they're they're going to do the things that push the boundaries the yeah. most when they're home and safe and feel comfortable yeah. which so you're if your kid is doing that it probably means you're doing something right because they're trying to push the boundaries and to see, see how where far, the line is yeah. um which we very clearly drew a big fat red line right there mm-hmm. right before helicoptering in the living room mm-hmm. right there Helicoptering on the stairs before the living room, totally okay. But in the living room, helicoptering oh. in your room, totally good. <laughs> Try it out. Keep, keep trying, buddy. Keep trying. However, with his twerking skills as of late, I don't think he's going to get much helicoptering done. It's more like you know the 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 old. The his little butt dimples. Well, the funniest thing for me is, uh, and 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 once again, my friend at work, she mentioned it too. She's like, next time you need to have somebody on in the front of him getting the video too, so we can see his little ty- tyrannosaurus a- rex arms. Cause the, way he, the way he had his arms, it looked like he was a little T-Rex doing the tw- twerk. <laughs> <laughs> so I might just nickname it the T-Rex twerk. Oh, you know? his, uh, his half-brother was giving him hell for it. Well, his half-brother, I, I told him, I heard about it too, and I told him, I said, you know what, you just you, all you gotta do is say to this kid, you're the one that taught me. Yeah, because or just laugh. Well, I no, mean, but yeah, I, I told first off, I told him, you know, don't be embarrassed by this kind of stuff because if you're gonna do this, you own it. Yeah, own it, and you'll become the funny guy. Oh, yeah, you, you'll, be, you'll the pl- be the you, you'll be very popular. Yeah, and if or, you do the goofy uh, shit, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to say popular, but well liked. Because if you can own that you are a goofy person because yeah. he is. I mean, look at Chris Farley. Yeah, exactly. Even though he didn't notice it, he didn't realize it. Yeah, which goes back to body shaming. Exactly, body um, shaming mm-hmm. and and not allowing yourself to be yourself and since we are talking about body image this whole naked thing i actually want to swing it a little bit here uh swing te- what tempe's favorite sitting wall <laughs> it's a little cold in here so right now i ain't gonna be swinging much of anything <laughs> it's not cold in here uh, for whatever reason i got a little chill right here maybe it's just you know whatever it's didn't chill this way i'm freaking i got boob sweat <laughs> Anyway, I, I, I was actually saying that more for the the, the joke of shrinkage kind of thing, I but you, you killed it. I did. You ruined the joke. Um, but Tempe loves the quote unquote booty song. Oh yeah, and Trent does Loved too. It. But all about the bass by Megan Trainer. Trainer. Yeah. I just kind of want to bring. I find it funny, but skinny bitches everywhere are freaking the fuck out over the song. Why? Because it's skinny shaming. Have you not heard about any of this? Read any of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what skinny shaming is. I get it. No, no, but have you not heard about the flashback on the song? I haven't. No, and People, I, I want to raise a big old middle finger to but it that's all. What, but, but that no, see what I was. I, I heard about this and I got caught wind of it. And I started laughing. I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's the it's like the quintessential bully when the when the bully is the one doing the calling out and doing a lot of the stuff. It's totally okay. But if somebody happens to call them out on something, then all of a sudden it's like, eh. Well, and it's, no, it's it's no. You know what it's like. You know what it's like. It's like a white guy getting pulled over in a in, in a white neighborhood and saying, "Do you pull me over because I'm white?" That's what it's like. Kinda, but I, I I go back to the boys in tax because you know, I, there's plenty of people that I've encountered that when you when you do the same thing to them, they do to you. Mm-hmm. They're just like, "Oh, that's not okay. That's not cool. You can't do that." Blah, 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 blah. But when they're doing it to you, it's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. But basically, people are freaking out the fact that this chick is owning it. And not so much that she's on it, but she's supposedly shaming because she said skinny bitches and she said this. And it's like, okay, but what about all this sexualization in the musical industry and all this other stuff that shows that if you're anything other than, you know, a, a skeletor, that you're Watching not sexy. Watching Tosh.0 yeah. tonight. And, and you know what? I him. generally find him pretty funny. Tonight he said several things that I just, I just were just yep. a little bit over my line and I'm like. Maybe it's time to stop watching this because I'm starting to get offended, or maybe I'm just getting old and grumpy. I don't know, but there yeah. were a couple of things. No, it was, it was he was talking about the girl in the bikini. It was it was a larger chick who was in a two piece that tried to do a rope swing. 
pussy now about, you're like, she didn't pull the tree over and like all this stuff she wasn't but you that big but is you, what gets me no like, no she wasn't but the thing is this in, in that respect in comedy you go for the i know you go for the last you go for the which is why i'm not saying but, tosh i'm not calling him out what, what i like about him is i'm he's, saying if i'm offended i shouldn't listen yeah that's what i said yeah exactly but he's an equal opportunity offender he as is. well and that's for me, it's one of those things that he's just as much as he's harped on fat chicks, he's also harped oh, he, on girls that are like bony. You yeah. know, what I mean, he's gone both directions with it. And he, but he's also the same guy that makes all these innuendos that makes you think that he might be homosexual, but he's got a girl. You know, so it's it's whatever. Yeah. Um. So no, I get it, but but that's the that's how I look at it too. If somebody says something you don't like and you think is 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 like you know offensive. Well, not even offensive because I mean there are certain offensive things that just shouldn't be said. I mean, you if you go go out and look at a black guy and call him that word that's not okay i mean that's just straight up hateful yeah but i'm saying things that are said that could be taken offensively Mm -hmm, that are not overt or are said in jest or whatnot yeah no i get it It, there's there's a fine line and i I think but we but you're right because what he said she wasn't a super large chick but in our society there's a certain value of body type that's withheld and that's why that's what once again goes back to what I think is well, funny. And, and what I initially thought when I watched the Megan Trainer video, I really liked the song. I really liked the whole thing, and I kept thinking she's like a size 12, 14 mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she still has those body issues. She's, I know, and yeah. that's my point. Is everybody How has body? Is it? Mm-hmm. No, but my point is that everybody yep. everybody thinks, and that's what she says is. I I'll tell them skinny bitches that I'm just playing. I know you think you're fat. Yeah. Because that's true. Yep. I've never met a girl who doesn't think who, that they're fat. Who doesn't think they're fat. Mm-hmm. One of the people I work with, skinny as a rail, hips for days, awesome body, flattest tummy I've ever seen on a person ever. Mm-hmm. Tells me she need. We were talking about diets, mm-hmm. and she does paleo mm-hmm. on and off, kind of like I do. And I'm like, well, we'd be on different paleo diets because you're doing it for for muscle yeah formation. And I'm doing it for weight loss. She goes, no, I'm doing it for weight loss. And I just was like, yeah, you're okay. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I just keep like keep keep typing, keep thinking. Don't be thinking about how she shouldn't lose a tiny little pound. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know. And you look at her, and go, honey. If you fart, you're gonna float away. <laughs> yeah, okay, so like, don't do that. But no, when you used to work at the hotel where my mom worked mm-hmm. at, um, there was a girl you worked with who yep. were both friends yep. with on Facebook, who to this day still talks about how quote unquote fat she is. And I, w- I I tried for the longest time to get her to. I'm like, no. If you understand, if you only knew, like what the boys that I hang out with and the guys that I've brought around you say about you and yeah. things they would like to try to quote unquote do to you. No, they have no problem the way in fact you're pretty much what they want. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. You got tits, you got ass, you got the hips, you everything else is just, you know, I mean it was But my and my point is that but uh, body a, image mm-hmm. is a so t- social. total social thing. Yep. Because Back in Marilyn Monroe's day, she was what a, a 10, 12, mm-hmm. you right and that in there. was considered and the that shit. was considered sexy. There's ads from the forties and fifties mm-hmm. about how can I put like in women's magazines how to put on ten pounds before the beach season hits. Yeah. Like, like they wanted to gain weight. Yeah, you know. So well, if you look, if you go over to a lot of you know, there's certain countries like even mm-hmm. like with um, my, I had an old Russian teacher or teacher who taught Russian. Mm-hmm. He'd been to Russia a few times. Mm-hmm. He was talking not so much now. They've kind of westernized yeah. a little bit, but he's like back when he was going there. They, they looked at us like you guys aren't healthy. You know, they, yeah. we, they, the boys were like, we want basically if Rubenesque, if, Rubenesque ba- more or less the way in, in a more crass way of putting it when they were grinding on when they're getting after mm. it. They didn't want you know the pelvic bone 
jab it into their shit. They want a little meat, you know, on the bones to grab onto. Plus, I'm thinking if you were living in certain parts of Russia, you need some meat in your bones in order to survive. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd freeze your ass off. So, but as a society, we have a huge body shaming, body issue problem. And it starts at birth. Exactly. And it works its way up. And when I read an article, how to keep your daughter from having body issues or whatever and it was like don't ever talk about their body mm-hmm. in in any way don't don't say you look beautiful say uh, you must be having a great day you you look like you're very happy you mm-hmm. know or you know comment on their appearance but in no way relating to their appearance mm-hmm. and um, just don't even talk about it I don't go that far. No, I don't either. I, I talk about how beautiful she is. Yeah. If she says she's not beautiful, I remind her of all the ways yep. she is beautiful. Um, you know, because she, she will. She'll be yeah. like. Well, and, I, and then she actually walked up to me one day and said, Daddy, am I beautiful? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I looked at her. I said, honey, yes, you are very, very beautiful. And I said, and guess what? Just like everybody else, you are beautiful in your own way. You have your own unique set of features. You have your own unique set of this. You have your own. Everything about you is just there is there's Tempe. There is no other Tempe like you. You might be able to meet somebody else named Tempe, but they're not you. Everything about you makes you perfect. You are the way you are. You're great. You know, don't ever worry about whether or not you're quote unquote pretty or whatever. Because yes, you are. You you need just to be understand that if you're confident in yourself, that will clear, carry over and everything else. And you can see that a lot. Some of it was going over her head. Yeah. But I I want it to start getting in there now that self confidence is key. Being able to be assertive of yourself, not be afraid of the fact that you think you're one way or the other. You need to be able to say no. I am who I am. It doesn't mean you can't say you know what. I want to tone up my thighs, or I want to, you know, I want to work out a little bit and be better. Or, but it, but it's it's got to be one of those things where you're not trying to improve it because you think other people will think you're more you're better if you want if you do that. But you're trying to do it so that you know you want to do it. Like for me, I quit smoking. Well, we quit smoking together. Mm-hmm. It was like our third or fourth time, but <laughs> it's actually stuck this time. Um, I, I know it has for me. I don't think you. I'm, I'm calling. I haven't been. No, I haven't either. Um, but. No, I haven't. Even like you can ask, you can ask, you know, who at work. I was out there with any the other day. We were talking with about stuff, and and my other friend was out with us too. No, I haven't. Um, but the reason, whole reason, the entire reason why I quit was because I was looking at it, and I feel that I got lucky with my mom. She's been a smoker since she was like fourteen. She still smokes. She's still hanging around. Um, she's still doing good, healthy. For, you know, overall, she's fairly healthy. Um, but it concerns me about how much longer until COPD or other things might start to set in. Um, I didn't want my kids to have any concerns with that. I didn't want to make it, and, and me alone, I didn't like I, I want to be there for my kids for as long as I can. So mm-hmm. one of the conscious things was, you know what? This is one of the ways that I can really easily, you know, live longer, live a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of, you know who at work, he's doing very well. He's actually vaping now. Mm-hmm. It has been for quite some time. And the last time he tried it, it didn't work out so well. So, he, But he's been sticking with it this time, so I've been very proud of him for that. So, you know, it's it's been pretty cool to see that. But um, but making decisions like that, not because... Just total side note, for whatever reason, the last week, I really, like, since I quit in January mm-hmm. for, like, the 18th billionth time, mm-hmm. um, I haven't even wanted to do it even a little bit. And then just this last week, I'm like... I remember what that was like going outside hanging out with people and then i, I saw some people hanging out and i'm like oh they're miserable yeah <laughs> i'm like ha, i'm not one of you anymore well see and I, I still go out from time to time and hang out with the person and talk to him and all that but i don't actively do it myself but it, and for me it was never a social thing as much as it was I, to this day i still it was purely 
social for no, me. No, see, for me, I, to, even to this day, it, it started off as kind of a social thing, or so I told myself. But I've always just, and people, there's plenty of people out there that will never understand this. I've always just enjoyed having a cigarette. Yeah. The, 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 the slight throat hit, the, I mean, everything uh, that comes I, with me it. Me too. I make myself want one right now. Uh, me too. <laughs> Yeah. But but it's just one of those things, and it has nothing to do with so much the nicotine portion of it because I could I've always been able to quit the nicotine and never have like any withdrawal symptoms. It's just been I enjoy the act of it. Yeah. I, I but but I so I that, that that's always in the back of my mind. Every once in a while, I'll walk by somebody who's got like one of those real fragrant cigarettes, like a clove or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like oh. And you look at him and like, no, 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 I can't ask. And you just can't you keep because it's, it's, it's kind of like almost like an alcoholic. If you that yeah. first drink is going to get you back oh, down yeah. that road. I know that so. because that's what's happened in the past. Yeah. Because I had quit, obviously. Well, and not then, obviously. And then something I stressful happened. Ha- and something stressful happened. Both times. Yep. And then something stressful happened. We started back up again. And so, yeah, I mean. Or hanging around a smoker. Like, mm-hmm. we'd go hang out with your mom mm-hmm. for a day, and I'd be like, well, I'll bum one from her, and I'll and only sudden, do it today. And then I had 10 that day, and then I bought my own pack the next day, yep. and then. Exactly. Don't smoke. Yeah. That's exactly. the that's But I, I, for me, the true measure for me was I, I was able to overcome it because normally my fallback has always been, no matter what, even when I am completely off cigarettes, I've always, always had one or two when I've been out drinking. Yeah. Always. So even when I'm like not actively smoking, if I'm out drinking at a bar with some buddies or whatever, I'm smoking. But those last few times, like this, I'm at meter school a couple of weeks ago and a few other things I went and did. One of our salesmen, he's an active smoker. He even said, "Hey, look, you want to come out and have one with me?" Because he knew that I used to smoke. And I'm like, "No, I'm good." But I was, and I'm drinking, and I, no, I wanted to. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that based on previous history, that if I went out there and did that, it was just going to cascade to a yep. whole other set of things, and I just didn't really want to do that. And for me, the biggest thing about that was, like I said, I want to be there for my kids. So, yeah. long story short, make the decisions for if you want to change something about yourself. It needs to be because you want to change not because you're being pressured by society to say this or you know and the biggest thing for me is i hate it when family i.e your grandma pull stupid shit like that and i know somebody else whose wife has had the same problem or their parents they've had parents people have said you know here honey try these and it's like that is fucking rude and condescending because guess what there are some people that just no matter what they do they could be unhealthy as all hell and thin they are never going to be society's version of this because mm-hmm. their body's not built that way even and like for me if i got down to my quote unquote true bmi or my my target bmi i would look like a goddamn you know auschwitz survivor i it would just not be a healthy look for me so there's in bmi there's absolutely no accounting mm-hmm. for muscle mass and it's just a, it's just accounting for you you a fat ass yeah. as far as society is concerned but and going back to that megan trainer video real quick I just have to say, the big boy dancing in the background, if that's not proof that it doesn't matter how big you are, because that son of a bitch has got some moves that most skinny people can't do. He And and, and looks good and yeah. happy doing it. Well, there's a rabbit hole that we fell down at work a couple weeks back. <laughs> Friend that came over to help proctor the test. She's like, have you looked up this guy from this video? I'm like, you know, honestly, no, I haven't. So she started sending me a couple of links about, you know, here's the different things he's done. And he's got all sorts of street videos. He's Hawaiian, and, right? Yeah, he's got street dance videos and other stuff that he's done where he's um he's Islander. I'm not sure if it's yeah. Hawaiian, but might be like Tongan. Could or... be Samoan, oh. something like that. Um, but he but he's got a lot of and he it, it's not just like he 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 limbered up for that one video and then spent the next week on the couch going, Oh god, I shouldn't have done that. No, he's actually he actively dances like that and it's got some moves. So I find him attractive. Hmm? I don't 
not to thre- threaten you in any way. That's right. But I'm just saying. No, it's fine. He doesn't. You're not. In my single me. days, if he wasn't like, you want to go out on a date, I'd be like, yes, I do. Yeah, no, it's not a big deal. You know, Based on appearance alone, mm-hmm. not to say that people don't have personalities behind their appearance. Mm-hmm. Are you saying my personality behind appearance is kind of standoffish? Are you, are you commenting on me? <laughs> um, no. We were we were matched based on twenty nine points of compatibility. <laughs> we'll have to discuss that on the on the uh, show sometime. So I already knew we were. Yeah, know. yeah. That 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 old gray haired man. The commercial said we were good for each other, so it's all gravy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, <laughs> as you and I both know, those twenty nine points of compatibility don't always fucking work because some yeah. of the previous dates have been out. Like whoa. Well, also, they don't talk about laundry on the floor. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the fact that when you interrupt me and when I'm in the middle of something, I, I tend to like just bark, and it's not even meant to be anything attackish. It's just like, what? And you're like, and it can come off as like asshole-ish and prickish and whatnot. You so. come across as an asshole? Of course. Never. Oh, I've, Never. I've always owned it. Always <laughs> owned it. So, never. That's okay. I had to tell us right <laughs> Oh, on, I think it was Friday. It might have been Thursday. Oh, it was had to have been Thursday. I was working from home. He has a tendency to come home and then talk his freaking lips off mm-hmm. while I'm trying to finish mm-hmm. up my day. And and I, I'm the one. I, that's my genetics solely. And solely. I, so I sent him. We've discussed it on the podcast. I just told him that he needed to go up to his room to do his homeworks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do there were these certain things I was doing. And um, he kept doing these little interruptions, these little, little, mm-hmm. little tiny things, little this, little this, little this, little this. And finally, I'm like, I know I'm being a bitch, but you've got to shut up and go away. <laughs> and I'm like freaking out on him. I'm like, I know I'm overreacting. I know I'm overreacting, but I can't overreacting. But, but I've done it And too. I warned you. I warned you, Ezra. I warned you I was going to be a bitch. Just go away. <laughs> well, and I, I've done. I've said it to him too. I've I've done it before. Like there was that one time he he did something, and I and I immediately I just I went full like drill sergeant mode and just started yelling at him. He started to tear up. I'm like, don't cry, don't yeah. cry. <laughs> well, and, I, and as I'm as I'm going off, and I'm like, and I remember, I remember the conversation you and I had the other day where you don't want me to yell at you, but you know what, you fucking do it. You drive me to yell. Some parents, their kids drive them to drink. No, you drive me to yell because you know what? You won't listen the first fucking time. So, do you like it when I'm doing this to you? He's like, no. I'm like, then shut the fuck up. Just do what I say. Just do what you're asked to do and we won't get into the situation. So if you would just wouldn't argue. I have to explain the scenario. I specific when he got home, I'm like, I'm finishing up some things. Mm-hmm. I want you to be but that's almost, me alone. That's almost worse. Setting him up. I know. That's setting him up to but do But the it. day before... I had gotten nothing done. Yep. From the point he got home, I got nothing done because yep. every five seconds it was something else. This time, he mostly did what I asked mm-hmm. until I was finishing up just the last little bit. And he came down and I'm like, just do your chores calmly, quietly. He goes in to do the laundry. There's like four different loads that could. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want me to toss in? Which one do you want to toss in? I'm like, I don't know. Whichever one's fullest. Well, no, they're, no, no. they're both equally full. No, no, no. Okay. So he tosses in the whites. We have a rule about bleach in this house. Ezra is irresponsible with bleach. Um, so we I do the bleach for him. So if it's a load of whites, I ask him to load it and then tell me and then I will pour in the bleach because I like my clothes not bleached Yeah, permanently. Um, so he comes out. It's the whites. I need you to put the bleach in. I'm like, I'm not going to do it right now. He's like, 
well, you told me to do the, mm. the one that was fullest. I'm like, out of all the laundry, that's the only one that needed to be done. He's like, well, you said to do the fullest one. Like, you set yourself I up. I did. I did. I totally set myself up. Because he's very anal like that. But it's very he, technical like no, that. No, he set me up. No, but... Uh, because he didn't have to ask me which no, one to do. he didn't. He didn't. But he, he would have come out with that one either way. It's just one of those things no, that... He, no, I'm trying to get him to think three steps ahead. Because oh, I agree. He, I if agree. If he had thought three steps ahead, he would have said... Hmm. I should do the one that's the fullest, mm-hmm. but that's the white, so that will make Jody do the bleach. So let me think. Maybe do the second fullest, and you know, like there, are, I'm trying to teach him these things, I and I realize that no, I shouldn't I yell at him for for messing up. But <laughs> no, I, I'm right there with you because, but but it's very much like a situation we had at work recently, where when we went to this meter school thing. Oh, and I, sorry, one more tiny thing. I didn't yell at him until he brought me the email uh, that I needed to I edit. Yeah. I didn't really yell at him about the whites thing. I yeah. got like really frustrated. Yeah. But I didn't yell at him until he brought out this thing that he's been working on to send to some family and friends and he wanted me to edit it. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sorry. Go. No, but he's, he's very literal in the fact that if you give him something, he's going to, he'll, he'll clamp onto it. It's like Drax. Well, <laughs> no. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Very much so. But it's like this lady we have at work. <laughs> I showed it to meter school and I was giving my boss crap. I'm like, Jesus, how much? freaking literature do you think we're gonna pass out of this thing because i literally had like a ream and a half of shit to, to you know to carry up there and he just seemed completely baffled by it. he's like i didn't have her print that much i'm like dude no there's there is a just a, a metric ass ton of documents really who how many i've been to this thing before i've been one of the students that walks through i know how many people actually walk through and do this stuff and how many people stay out and do a smoke break and make phone calls what are you looking at doing here? He's like, I'm. He's like, I'm just so very confused. I don't. I didn't ask her to do that much. I bring it all to him. And he looks at. It, he goes, Oh, okay. He's like, Well, she didn't double side print it. I'm like, No, she didn't. And he's like, And it's just on plain paper too. I'm like, Yeah. He's like, He kind of looks at me. I'm like, All right. I'm like, I, I know where you're going with this. I'm like, You need to stop <laughs> with the common sense. Just, just stop right there. Cut the common sense off. This particular person. First off, she's new, so she's trying not to. Ask too many questions. Uh, and, and, it seemed dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how that feels. But on the flip side, she's also trying not to just, you know, she's just trying to keep her head down and do her thing. But in that, she's making more mistakes than she is by asking the questions. But also, she's a very, very truly literal person. And I hate to say this because it goes against everything we just talked about a little bit. If it doesn't involve food, she doesn't care. She's a larger lady. Like, she loves setting up for the monthly luncheons. Those things are pristine. You've been to a couple of them. They're way better than they have been for a long time. Yep. And they're always, but it's because it involves something she truly enjoys. <laughs> she enjoys food. She loves to make food for people. She loves to do that whole thing. So she's, she's that stuff she puts a lot of effort into. But literally, if you hand her a PDF file, say, I need you to print this, what she'll do, she'll open up the PDF file, she'll go file, print, go. That's it. No thought whatsoever as to why is he wanting me to print this. What's the purpose? Should I double-sided print this? Should I this? Should I that? Blah, should blah, it be on glossy paper? Should it be on like cardstock? Should it be something thicker than just recycled, you know, standard cheap-ass coffee paper? So he looked at me. I'm like, so just stop the common sense. And I said, just understand that whenever you deal with this person, because I've already dealt with her a couple of times, she is a very literal person. If you tell her to go do this, that's what she's going to go do. And that's it. She's going to stop. She's going to go do what you asked her to do. And she's going to come back. And that's that. I'm like, so, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, because she's very. I'm very much the same way, especially yeah. in my current, like, 
how am I supposed to read your mind that no, no, this no. is promotional material and well, he, like, no, but I I didn't go. I, he literally said, "I want these files printed for this vendor booth we're doing." So he gave enough information that I think even you would have had you you would have been like maybe I know, don't know. I think no, I think from reading the email, like I saw the email, you would have been like. Do you need me to double side print this? Do you want nice paper? It looks like you're probably doing it for this. It would have been enough to clue you in to say, hmm. Ask a few questions. Yeah. But literally, it doesn't matter how much information you give this chick. There are no questions asked. You just say, I want this, 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 this. And she gives you all those things, but never reads into it. So I've been very much about, you know, if I ask her to do something, I, like the other day, he had me want her to put some labels on the, our little address label in the back of these flyers. I went over to her. I said, okay, look. We're going to, these are for outside salesmen people to hand out. So they need to have our address information on them because these are from the company. They're not from, they're from our vendor, not from us, but we are the rep for them. So we need it to come through us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so we want, he wants these stickers. And I specifically said this gold sticker, this particular thing here, he wants it. He wants it right here on this manual in this little spot, dead center. And let me tell you what, it was like a fucking machine did it because they came back and everyone was in the exact same spot. I mean, I took a, I, I literally, I took a ruler out. I'm like. <laughs> Damn, and I'm sitting there. Well, as quickly as she got it done, there was no way she could have been taking a ruler and spacing it. But it was like Jesus, you've got. But it's one of those things that she did exactly what I asked her to do and how I asked her to do it. So it's like you just, and that's how dealing with Ezra is. You, if you, and if you, there, there is right now, there is none of this figured out for yourself. He wants it laid out for you, and we're trying to help. Him that's with that. my point. Like you have, yeah. you can't just say mm-hmm. my kid doesn't understand, so I have to draw everything out in crayon like, and no. then teach them that that's totally okay for the rest of their life. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, you know, and, and there there are those people that are always going to need a little extra help, and there are those people that are going to be a lot more independent. But in general, you need to be able to make sure that these people can somewhat think for themselves and can figure this kind of stuff out. Um, Case in point: if your daughter is learning to lie better, probably doing a good job parenting, kinda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, she, she nailed it tonight. She did. She and she totally because we plain face. Yeah, well, yeah, but we 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 have had an issue with Tampy brushing her teeth, which I, I found out is the number one thing children lie about mm-hmm. from birth to yep. eighteen. The number one thing they lie about is whether or not they have brushed their teeth. Yep. And so one of the original tests we were doing was we go in there we t- we we touch her toothbrush. Tampy, your toothbrush isn't wet. You need to come brush your teeth. Okay. Well, no. First, it was <coughs> you're smiling when you say that. Mm-hmm. And then she stopped lying. doing that. So she stopped doing that. She moved her face mm-hmm. into a more neutral position. So then we started checking her toothbrush because See, we, we couldn't tell she just played by us. looking at her. She played us. Yeah. We gave her all the information. Yep. And so like one time I went there and I touched the toothbrush. It's not wet temperance. You didn't brush your teeth. So she comes in there and does it. Well, now she's gotten to the point where she knows that she just wets her toothbrush. She went up there. She got her. She, she hung out for a little bit. She hung out for a little bit. She got her toothbrush wet and came back down. And I said, did you brush your teeth? She goes, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go up there and check the toothbrush. Did you? Did you brush your teeth? I, and she goes, "Yep." And yeah, I'm gonna make sure it's wet. It's not dry, is it? She goes, "Nope," which wasn't a lie because nope. it wasn't dry. And so I was just like, I was just like, I'm gonna go see, and it's gonna be dry, and she's gonna be in trouble. So I go up there, and it's wet, but the toothpaste hasn't moved from where it was mm-hmm. before. And so I'm like, I call her up there. I'm like, "Show me your teeth." So I look in her mouth. She's still got plaque on her. You know, mm-hmm. not a lot, but. Enough that I can tell food, she has food stuffs and whatnot, yeah. And I'm like, let me smell your breath. And she, she, she's like, she's like, damn it, you know, kind of like mumbled. And she, and I'm like, you did not brush your teeth. And she goes, yes, I did. And I said, don't you lie to me. I already know the truth. I'm just waiting for you to say it. And she starts bawling, mm-hmm. bawling. 
And part of it was because she was too tired. We let her stay up too late because yep. it's a Saturday, blah, 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 And part blah. of it's also because of the fact that, you know, at we've that point. We've been teaching her how to lie. We've been giving her all the stuff. All the, we've you know, been teaching her how to lie. Not, well, not, but not, that was Hide never the intention. your in, face. That was never the intention. That was never the Get intention. Get your wet so there's no evidence against you. That's what we've been doing. Only. Yeah. It just took her a little bit less time to catch on to these cues. Uh, it took her a lot less time than taking Ezra. Oh my god, she's figured. I hate to give, but that's first kid syndrome. First, first kids, kid syndrome, second too. kid, third kid. They pick up something so much faster than two. My sister talks to me all the time. She says, "Yeah, I never, you know, I remember one time this happened, and I remember what happened to you when you went down this road. So I did it slightly differently, and things turned out okay for me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. I took the hit for that one, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, Ezra took a lot of hits because yeah. um, Tempe is well, masterminding same, this shit. Um, I was, I was the same way because I was always a very open and honest kid to my detriment many, many times. And so, you know, it happens. Sometimes Ezra's just dumbfounded that you like, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty obvious, dude. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we're actually, we've actually filled an episode quite well here. Um, so I think we're going to go with the, uh, we're going to push the other subtopic off and include it in next week's show. Right. I don't want to get too long on the tooth here. Um, but is there anything else about this uh, body topic you want to talk about? Be naked, be clothed, just do whatever <laughs> you want to do. As long as it isn't gross. <laughs> well, exactly. As long as it doesn't involve, like, you know, overstepping. Inappropriate the, touching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my no-no spot. Leave it alone. If, if you hear a kid saying that, you got problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was that joke about the no-no box earlier? No-no box. I was taking the art supplies away from the kids because there's the box full of stuff that they can't touch. And I said something about a no-no box. And Trent was like, oh. no, I want it. You, you're you're saying that, you know, that's the no-no box. You can't have it. And he's like, I want it. I'm like, Trent, you're going to encounter that for the rest of your life because <laughs> girls are going to always be telling you that there's it's a no-no box. You can't have it. And all you're going to want to do is get all up in it. So <laughs> he just kind of looks at me, huh. <laughs> so... But once again, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast. Um, as usual, you can find us in all the normal places online. Our website is www.badparentingpodcast.com. You can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Uh, we are available on Facey Spaces. If you just search for Bad Parenting Podcast on there, you can come and like us. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Please comment, rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Um, also, just kind of curious, let us know what you think about the new format, about selecting a topic and trying to stay, you know, somewhat not a train wreck. We're still going to have some train wreck episodes from time to time. It's just going to happen, but... And I like it when I can go off know, on a tangent. Yeah, so it's a little bit... Uh, this. But I like having a topic to come back to. Well, I've, I know that with you, if we have topics and want to talk about it kind of helps keep you with a little more being able to, to jump in for more a little more often so it's not like i'm just like you know dominating dominating the show rants yeah i'll, I'll still that I'll, never happens. i'll still be ranty from time to time but yeah so you have some feedback send us an email maybe a comment on the website and on the um, on this particular episode's post or send me beer. you know yeah that too um also we are on instagram if you i post a lot under you know, bad parenting podcast on there as well we're on twitter at, at bad parent pcast um and so yeah we we're we're there we're 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 here we're not queer but we're still sincere or whatever the chant is how does that thing go we're here we're queer we're we like beer I don't know the last part. Me either. I just always remember that we're here, we're a queer part. I, I like the addition of, you know, so we're here, we're not queer because we're not. We're, we're, we're heterosexual and uh, we like beer. I like beer. Uh, that would be a good chant. Not the new show oh, tagline. Um, 
we're here, we're not queer, but we're okay with if you are. <laughs> but it's perfectly acceptable <laughs> if you are. In fact, we we encourage it. And we would like to see you get married if you truly love each other. <laughs> no, that gets into political correctness, and I'm not really all about, you know, going down that road. Me so. either, but I'm just saying. So To say we're not sounds like it's a problem that we're not. When I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny when I posted. Um, I, I kind of posted it on Facebook a little while ago, saying, "Hey, look, we're going to do the episode tonight. We're going to do it topic based. Here are the topics we're going to try to cover." And Sean of In One Day Radio, he's like, "So you guys are going to be podcasting in the nude?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." I said, "I think our neighbors might have a problem looking at my pasty white ass of the uh, the window, if it, you know, because we keep this window open so we can get some airflow in here." But yeah, so once again, um, not podcasting nude. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. We're sitting here. I'm, we're, we're clothed well enough to be decent. But I am wearing a bra. I know, you. which normally doesn't happen during the episode. Normally, it's the Sagath every every time you record. So I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying you know, embrace embrace the the, the titty free you know freedom. Let the girls roam free. Like was like that. You know, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it was yours. If it doesn't, it never truly was. Let your boobies go. If they run away, then they never really were yours. Kind of run away, <laughs> mostly toward my feet. <laughs> that just reminded me of that damn uh, Big Bang Theory. She's hard. She's got a hard body type. She's short and stacked like me. And then the Wallace is like, "Yeah, except the only difference is she doesn't step on hers." <laughs> I was like, "Oh Jesus, that's so wrong." So, oh, uh, but we we just went off in the yep. weeds on the exit line. So that's awesome. But anyways, yes. Once again, thank you for listening to us, and try not to be shitty parents. Bye. I was a lot more comfortable being vulnerable and open when I was younger and it wasn't clear if I was or wasn't joking but so much is broken just like fuck it the fix is in if I can't hide in plain sight anymore I'll just stay hidden it's been a minute since I left this domicile no need to change my outfit I'll rock it like it's going out of style it's out of style ain't no one here to tell me otherwise it gets more difficult to stay inside during the summertime but most of the time it's just like any other time avoid personal interaction Human touch, shut the blinds. It's been a while since I left this bachelor pad. I need to go to the market soon, cause the food is going bad. Food is bad. I found it's difficult to just cook for one with healthy recipes. Well, depending on what book they're from. If you wanna eat healthy, you gotta dirty some dishes. The frozen dinner's quickly ready to serve, and it's so delicious. It's not delicious, it's disgusting. But it satiates the hunger with a quickness. And hey, at least it's something. At least it's something. At most it's nothing. The fuck's wrong? I don't know, I'm just adjusting It's been a month since I left this cabin The doctor was worried about a fever and other difficulties I've been having She called me on Christmas, that was my gift She was worried I might die, I said I might die No shit It's 
been forever since I've said something that I can't wiggle free from. If there's anything I cherish in this self-inflicted prison, is freedom. Comes at a cost, so I'm private to a fault. Till I default on the loan for home, it's actually more like a fault. No one knows a combo, but little old me, the head honcho, the holder of the key, alone but never lonely. It's been a millennia since I left this dominion, been in the company of any women. At least I got my kittens. Spent more cash on my cat than I did myself. When he stopped eating, I took him to the vet so they could check his health. They put a feeding tube into his neck. I said, please let this work. Cause if it doesn't, I got nothing left. I didn't say that, but they saw that. The cat had my tongue, I didn't speak at all. They told me to call back. But it wasn't weird, I did nothing but stand right there. But to fix this, money's no object type stare. It's been a year since I stepped into anyone else's private quarters. I've been busy self-diagnosing disorders. First world problems, yeah. USA, number one, top of the world. I'm in a tux and cumberbund. Welcome everyone to the party of the century. It's sure to be one for the books, no doubt. Medical ones especially, my 20s were a blur. My 30s were a blur. My 40s, I'm not so sure, but I'ma make them blur. My 20s were a blur. Here it goes.